So when we're ready to go live, let us know. Hey, welcome everybody, and we're going across campuses today, so special welcome right up in the far north to Church Unlimited in Kaitaia, down to Whangarei, and then also to Rotorua. Great to have you join with us today. Hey, look, I trust you had great worship, and that the sun is shining as it always is in Auckland, and, uh, <laughs> and hey, just to pray you'll enjoy, trust you'll enjoy the service. Why don't you join with us as we pray? Father, we thank you for your presence. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that as I convey what you've put on my heart, Father, for this morning's message, Lord, that it will have a deep and lasting impact, Lord, upon every person that's a part of Church Unlimited. And Lord, they would see a pathway to being even more effective in loving you, serving you, and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask these things. In Jesus' name, amen. You could give us a timer on our clock. That would be really helpful this morning. Hey, a prophetic word that's come uh, to Church Unlimited, been repeated a number of times. I, I think by memory, maybe three, possibly four times uh, in, in the last few years, in the midst of all the amazing things God has been doing in Church Unlimited, is that we need to guard and we need to maintain unity. And... Uh, it's great to preach on unity right now because we have great unity in Church Unlimited, don't we? I mean, I'm not aware of uh, a lack of unity, but uh, uh, so I hope there isn't any. So it's a good time to speak about it. So I'm not aiming it at anybody, but the Holy Spirit may aim it at somebody. I'm not sure. So one amazing prophecy that really captured my attention said this, that Church Unlimited is in a moment in history. A moment in history, like this is a, a pivotal, extremely important uh, time in church. And we're in a moment in history when we need to come together in unity of expectation. So when the disciples were in one accord in the upper room, that the Holy Spirit was poured out, the church was born, and they turned the world upside down. And so I think continuing to be in unity as a church is a major key now and a necessary key for God's continued blessing on what he wants to do through us. The greater the unity, the greater the blessing. So, Psalm 133 is well known. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the Jew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the, ble the blessing life forevermore. Isn't it amazing? Where there is unity, God commands blessing. It's almost like, you know, if, if once you get that in place, God is going to come and do amazing things. And so we must have a measure of unity because God is already commanding blessing. But how many of you know there's so much more to come yet? Yeah. So to dwell together in unity means we remain in a place of unity. So that means you, you know, like you dwell in your home, you don't just visit it from time to time and stay elsewhere. Blessing is to those who are permanently in unity, not just visiting unity from time to time. I think all of us know that when a person is out of unity, even for a short time, they can do a lot of damage. Is that right? 
Churches have been destroyed by someone who got out of unity for a month or two or three months, finally got it sorted out, but the damage they did in the meantime was astronomical. So the, the, the commanded blessing is when we dwell in unity, we stay in the place. You know, we don't go out of it and then come back in and go out and then come back in. We stay there permanently. Verse 2 says, The unity is like the precious oil upon the head, running down the beard to the edge of his garment. We know that the oil speaks of the Holy Spirit, speaks of the presence of God, it speaks of the anointing. And so what this passage is saying is that when there is unity, the anointing doesn't just rest on the head, but it goes all the way down to every person into the entire garment. So it goes down right through into the crash workers, to the security, the food bank, the car park, the music team, the 24-7 youth workers, to the small groups. Every person who is in unity, the anointing flows as it was from the head right down to the whole body of Christ gathered in Church Unlimited today as we are in unity. <clears throat> now I've preached, and you know for many, many years now, that God wants a whole body of Christ anointed, not just the platform, not just the leaders. He wants his whole body mobilized as powerful, anointed, full-time ministers. And can I say this? The day that a church, any church, the church, gets the revelation that every person in the church is a powerful, anointed minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The church is going to explode like never before. I think we are limited so much because we think the anointing rests, let's say, on the head or the few leaders or so, the paid staff friends. We've got to get past that and, uh, so that the whole body of Christ, uh, every person in it, is anointed of the Holy Spirit. We had an extraordinary service last Sunday night when we were honoring and empowering women. And uh, there was just an unusual presence of God. It, it really took me by surprise. I thought, wow, what is this? But I knew it was God and he was doing something amazing. We, had, uh, we prayed for all the 12 to 25-year-old females. And this, this, this whole, whole lot, there was just so many of those places just lined up with them. And uh, it was just wonderful praying for this beautiful group of young ladies. And, you know, I thought to myself, there's an anointed, powerful army of full-time ministers right there. You have to believe it to walk in it. See, you can't walk in what you don't believe. If you don't believe you're a powerful, mighty, anointed, full-time minister of the gospel, you will never be one. But the day you believe it, you come under the flow of God's Spirit in and through your life. I trust you can grab a hold of this. Now, the reason that, uh, you know, the devil really fights unity so that the whole body is not anointed. So when there's an the unity, the whole body gets anointed. So lack of unity, it means that the, the anointing is limited to just a few, which means that the impact of a church is significantly restricted. When a person is out of unity, then they lose the flow of the oil in their lives and in their ministry. Now, you know, there's levels of unity, aren't there? You know, there's unity, and then there's unity, and then there's unity. You know, like there's prophets, minor prophet, middle prophet, major prophet. So we can be in unity, but we can be at the bottom level of unity. We're not causing any trouble, not causing any problems. Hey, we're, we're, we're getting on with the job, doing a bit, 
But you know, then, then there's, there's higher levels of unity and higher levels. And when you come into absolute unity of heart and spirit and, and vision and call all those things together, I believe the mantling of the spirit, the flow of the oil increases upon you. Now, the reason it's the whole body needs to be anointed is obviously quite simple and straightforward. It's because most people are out there in the community, okay, outside the four walls of the church, and so they're not, most of them are not going to be able to come in and touch a leader or to touch me. They're not going to be able to do that. But they can touch you because you're out there in the marketplace and where their, their needs can be met through you if the anointing is flowing through your life and through your ministry out there in the marketplace where God has positioned you and where, they have, where he has placed you. So people in Church Unlimited will not always get to a campus pastor, for example. They don't always get to Don and Penny or to Paul and Sally Ann or Matt and Alicia down on Rotary. They're not going to get to you guys. Every, everyone out there, even some in the church, won't get to you. But they can get to someone else who's in the church. Right. And so the important thing is that the oil is flowing in that person in the church. So when someone comes to them with a need, that need is met. And I think one of the reasons a lot of people want to see the, the head or the leadership is because they've gone to the, to the garment, they've gone to someone else, and there's been no oil. They've gone to a church meeting or a group meeting, and there's been a lack of oil. So they say, I need more oil. So they go and try and find the head, a friend or, the, or a leader. But if the anointing is flowing through every one of us, they don't need to go to the head. They just need to get to you because you have got the oil flowing through you because you're a full-time minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So tell the person next to you, anyone can come to you because you're a full-time minister. Come on, just tell them that. Abin Kaitai, Rotorua. Come on, Fongrei, tell them now. They've got to get it. Somewhere along the line, they've got to understand it. See, I love hearing testimonies of miracles and answered prayer from church attenders. That's what I love hearing. You know why? Because that tells me the oil's flowing in the body. The oil's flowing in the body. The oil's got to flow in the body. It's got to flow in the whole body. Every one of you has got oil. Let it flow and let's change our community, our city, our nation for Jesus. Remember that story a while ago? I can't remember how it fully went, but someone had a kidney stone in terrible pain. So they went to the, a small group and they prayed, that then the, a few days later they went to a, the doctors, had an x-ray taken, and the kidney stone had disappeared, and the doctor said, this does not happen. I'll tell you why it happened, because the oil was flowing in the body. <laughs> Do you remember another situation? I think it was down in Rotorua, Matt, where that uh, person had that brain tumor, tumor in their head, and they, they got prayed for. And then the next week they were back in church and they said, well, how, how come you're back in church? We thought you were having an operation. And apparently he had gone and had it checked out and the, the, the tumor, I think I've got it right, had pretty much or had entirely disappeared. I'll tell you why it had disappeared. Not because the anointing was on the head, but the anointing was flowing in the body. It was going from the head through the entire garment. <laughs> Unity is the key. Here's a quote, gathering together is a start. It's not hard. Staying together, keeping together is progress, but working together is success. 
See, which, where are you at? Are you a gathering together part? Are you just keeping together or now working together? That's where the anointing flows. Hey, come with me to Genesis chapter 11 for a great passage of Scripture. Genesis chapter 11. It's unity, if you like to call it, maybe in reverse. But it still makes the point. Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. Verse 6. And the Lord said... Indeed, the people are one. Mm-hmm. They all have the same, they all have one language. In other words, they're all saying the same thing, unity of expectation about the future. They're one, they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now watch this, nothing they propose to do will be withheld from them. Wow, God is saying, when a group, Gets, becomes one, and they've got one language, and they're saying the same thing, and they unite together. He said, that even I can't stop and hinder what they have planned or are planning to do. And friends, I believe as we get into true unity, the potential impact of Church Unlimited will be extraordinary. And I believe the call of the Spirit right now for you and I, for us as a church, a cross campus is, is to go to a higher level of unity than we have had to this point in time. And then the Bible says nothing will be able to stop that which God has purposed to do in and through Church Unlimited. Our, our impact will be exponential. It will be amazing. You know, the power of unity is seen in creation. Think of a snowflake. Snowflake by its own can't do much. It melt away, get blown in the wind. You get a whole lot of snowflakes together. You get an accumulation, a united accumulation of snowflakes, and we know that devastation and avalanche can do. If snowflakes join together and can cause that kind of havoc, imagine the power generated when a church is united together as one. Our impact will be formidable and it will terrify the powers of darkness and we will impact New Zealand and beyond as we come into higher and higher levels of unity. And I want you to say to yourself, whoever you are, Cross Church Unlimited Campus, I want you to say to yourself right now, God help me to be even more in unity with Church Unlimited. You might say, well, I'm right at the top of being in unity. No, no, you can go another level because you're not Jesus yet. You can still be more in unity. And I can be more in unity with God as well. We can always be growing. It's like growing in patience. How many of you need to grow in patience? Yeah, only about 20 of you. The rest of you are, rest of you are liars. All right? I'm sure every hand went up in Rotorua and Whangarei and Kaitaia. Because you all need a lot more patience because you've got to deal with me. All right, just remember that. Okay. <clears throat> but we can all be more in unity. So just make that a prayer. Look, wouldn't it be a great daily prayer? God, help me to be more in unity. Help me to grow in unity. Yeah, grow in self-control, patience, all the rest of it. But grow in unity as well. Because to me, that's where the commanded blessing comes. It comes on you, not just on the church. It comes on you as well. So if you want to be real, more anointed, stay in unity and the oil will flow. Isaiah 65 verse 8 says, new wine is found in the cluster. New wine is found in the cluster. In the grapes, it's found in, the wine's found in the cluster. It's in all the, 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 the grapes together. It's not found in a single grape. Sorry, 
If you're independent, isolated, on your own, not, you, not, not linking and connecting, you're not going to have the wine flowing. You're not going to have the oil flowing because it's found in the cluster. So with all the prophetic words and what God's doing through Church Unlimited, you can be sure that the enemy will do everything he can to hinder our unity. It's got to be his probably number one target, number one goal. And so can I encourage you today, be a champion for unity. You know, I'm a champion for unity in the body of Christ. But I want to encourage you, be a champion for unity in Church Unlimited. In other words, you know, don't be a part of negativity. Speak up for unity. Speak up. You know, sometimes we just listen to stuff. Sometimes you need to stop and say, no, no, I'm not listening to that. And just speak out and be positive and speak up for unity. Be a champion. Be a champion for unity because you'll make a massive difference. Because when we're in unity, everyone is anointed. You know, one of the keys to unity, I believe, is humility. Everyone say humility. Okay, here we go. Romans 12, verse 10, be devoted to one another, honor one another above yourselves. Hello, we can stop right there. Honoring others above yourself. How good are you at that? When you see someone else, you think, they're smarter than me. They're better than me. It's a challenge, isn't it? Humility, you see. Honoring others above yourself is a key to unity. Imagine a trained soldier, and he's defusing a bomb. And the goal is to make peace and not destruction. Any wrong move, any wire cut incorrectly will be instant death and destruction. When you face a bomb in your relationships, in unity, the temptation is anger, to kick, to scream, to take a hammer and pound the bomb. What's the result? The bomb will explode and you with it. And many others will also be killed as well. You don't fight a bomb with another bomb. Every difference of opinion, every conflict, every criticism is like a bomb and has a potential to destroy everything around it and do so much damage. And we all know, we've seen it have take place, haven't we? So how do you defuse a bomb of conflict, a bomb of disunity? I'll tell you how. According to the scripture, with gentleness, with love, with humility. That's how you defuse a bomb in a relationship. It takes humility and maturity. It really does to stay in unity and to maintain relationships despite conflict. Come on, church. Cross campuses. We, including me, we've got to grow up. <laughs> we've got to grow up. We've got to learn to handle conflicts. We've got to learn to handle differences because they are going to happen. If you're not in one now, it's on its way. And it's heading in your direction. And we can just, you know, hit bomb after bomb and there's explosions all over the place and people get hurt. And, and you know, some people as a result of someone not handling a relationship bomb right, no longer in church and never going to come back to church. Thank you for the overwhelming response to that point. It was great. I'm going to move on. So we all want more oil, more anointing, but we all want independence. <laughs> Do things our way. Well, you just can't quite have both. If you want to uh, keep the oil flowing, you've got to stay in unity because God wants the whole body anointed. When you meet people at work, in the community, at school, in the shops, 
in church, in your small group, the oil needs to flow through you. Not just the life group leader, you. Not just the youth leader, you. Okay, not just the children's church leader, you. It's got to flow through because people, some people are only ever going to get to touch you. They're not going to get to touch some of the other people that they may want to touch. Hey, we see it happen all the time, don't we? We have these altar calls. Call people in front. You get the pastors and the leaders out the front, and, and they make up a line, and then you say, okay, everyone who needs prayer, come to the front. And then you see people positioning themselves. You see, where is the most anointed person at the front that I can get? If, they, if just they touch me. Is anyone? Don't put your hands up. I've seen it happening. I've seen it happening. That's why often I don't even come down on the ground floor. You see, because if, the, if there's unity and the anointing is flowing, anyone can touch you. We've got to get past idolizing people. And let's idolize Jesus. You know, he's the anointed one. And his anointing can flow through anybody. You know, a truly apostolic church wants to see the entire body anointed. And that's the mission that we are on, to see that happen. You know, because I much prefer to see people healed, blessed, and saved through the body than just through myself or through a few of the leaders. And the more we hear of testimonies of God working through people, the more we know the oil is flowing. So keep sending your testimonies in and be a witness to the oil flowing in wherever, whatever part of the body uh, you're involved in. See, when you're in true unity, the anointing and authority that comes on you, listen to this, is greater than your own anointing and your own authority. So you come into the, a greater level because you come under the, the flow from the head and so being in unity increases. You're in, you want more anointing? You want more authority? Get in unity. And that will flow in, in a far greater measure than you might be enjoying today. You step into a greater mantle that you, than you would have on your own. David and Greta Peters, Peters, you all know them, prophets in our church. They will tell you personally, because they have told me, that they have said that since they have come under the covering of Church Unlimited and of myself, and they could add, as they remain in unity, the anointing upon their lives, the authority, the flow of the prophetic, the healings, the salvations has greatly increased. Greatly increased. So see, they had a level of anointing upon their lives. But as they came into unity with, with ourselves and Church Unlimited, the anointing upon them has just gone to another level. You want more oil? You want more anointing? Unity. Pray for it every day. Pray for it in your own heart, just as I need to pray for it myself as well. See, we're going to fulfill everything God wants to do through Church Unlimited. I believe that this unity, dwelling in unity, is a real key moving forward for us as a church. God wants you united not because you don't have an anointing on your life, but he wants to multiply the anointing with what is above you. See, when you're united with the God-given vision of Church Unlimited, then some, you come under some of the anointing that's actually placed on this church. And most of you will know that God has placed, placed wonderful anointing uh, on church and limit, vast reservoirs of the Holy Spirit to help us impact uh, in a community, the nation, 
the nations of the world, you know, to see salvations, to, to see miracles flowing um, through Church Unlimited and, and through ourselves. And so the more you connect with and serve that vision, the more the oil and the anointing on the house will come upon you. So you can experience some, some of the following anointings, if not all of them, to a measure anyway. You come under an anointing to do exploits for God. You come under anointing to see revival wherever God has placed you, because that's an anointing on Church Unlimited. You come under an anointing to be a global minister that can impact nations, an anointing to see family and friends saved, uh, to go on a supernatural vocation. You, you come under an anointing to pray powerful prayers that will release breakthrough in your circumstance and in your situation, because Church Unlimited has a breakthrough anointing on its prayer ministry. Come under that. Come to our prayer meeting. Get a part of it. And then you can capture the anointing on the house. And it's going to flow through you. You come under an anointing to be left astounded. And many of you are experiencing that already. And to enjoy many open doors. New Zealand Beyond, I think, is a great example of all of this. Because we were in such unity, by and large. I know there was a few issues here and there. There always are. But because we were in so much unity and there was so much combined prayer for New Zealand and beyond, seriously, God opened the heavens over New Zealand and beyond and poured out such blessing that we were left astounded. One of the reasons for that, friends, was the tremendous unity, unity of vision. See, we were united around one vision. We were united around one goal. We were even united around wanting to fill the arena, so God answered that prayer. So there's that unity of heart and unity of vision. And of course, those who got involved in serving at New Zealand and beyond came under the anointing of the house, and they moved to another level in their own ministry as well. So one of the keys to unity is commitment. Commitment. Because... Whatever you want to be united to, you have to be committed to. And it's not like, oh, well, I'll see how things work out for a while, and then oh, I might wander off, I might do something else, or might whatever, whatever area of ministry or church or whatever life you're involved with. See, unity and commitment really go hand in hand. It needs to be a strong commitment that's not easily shaken, regardless of the struggles, regardless of the negative experiences, because there will be some of those. Not in Church Unlimited, no one ever has any negative experience here, but I'm talking about other churches. <laughs> Those places you need strong commitment to hang in there, all right? The devil will try and break your unity. Why? He's after your unity. Why? Listen carefully. I've already told you. The reason he wants to break your unity is so the oil stops flowing through your life. And when the oil stops flowing, life is hard. Life is really, really hard because it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. If the oil stops flowing, you're left to your own energy. You're left to your own resources. You're left to the workings of your flesh and natural capabilities. But when you're in unity and the oil is flowing, then it's where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. There is freedom. There is flow. There is impact. There is success and blessing. Pray every day. Campuses, pray every day, every day for unity in your own heart, but also 
in your church. Because when there's unity in your heart, the oil will flow for you. When there's oil in the unity in your church, the oil will flow through the whole church. And you're going to reach your community for Jesus Christ. You're going to bring change and transformation, which is God, what God has called Church Unlimited to do. Prophetically, a key area that God wants us to have unity in is to have unity of expectation about the future. United together about the future and what God has for us. Human nature wants to unite around where we have been. Oh, we were all in the charismatic renewal of the 70s. And so we joined together over that. <laughs> Forget that, folks. <laughs> That's history. We've got to join together, not over our past, but over our future. Over reaching New Zealand and beyond. We've got to unite together over seeing revival in this nation. An epicenter of a spiritual awakening from the Cape to the Bluff, from the East to the West. An epicenter of seeing churches grow on new believers. An anointing to see miracles that leave us astounded. An anointing to see every uh, believer, a powerful anointed minister of the, whole, of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's be united around our future, around where we're going, around what is ahead of us. United around acceleration of expansion, momentum that never ends. One person can have a certain level of anointing and power. Two people in unity can have a greater increase of power. You know the teaching on that. A whole church in unity will shatter the enemy. Absolutely shatter the enemy. And release tremendous power, bringing transformation to communities and revival to the nation. Listen, please, across campuses. This call to unity is a greater call than we realize. So much hangs on this. So much of our future hangs on each one of us. Being in unity together, flowing together, doesn't mean we're all the same and we all look the same and do the, no, no, that's not that. It's unity of heart, unity of spirit. Remember the tower. God looked down and says, these people have one purpose and one, one language. Now nothing can stop them as we come of one vision and one language. Nothing will stop us fulfilling the incredible call of God that has been placed upon this church here so become a champion for unity in church unlimited that's really my cry my prayer and I believe the prayer of the Holy Spirit let's unite like never before for the sake of the vision God has placed on our church and on each one of us without you every one of you we can't do it because there's some people only going to be able to touch you they'll never get to me I'll never get to some of that, only going to get to you. That person in your workplace, at school, in your community, probably only ever going to get to you. There's got to be oil flowing through you, through the whole body. So our impact is exponentially increased. Together, we can do it. And we will share in the spoils of victory. And great will be our rewards. Thank you, Kaitaia and Whangarei and Rotorua for joining us. Trust you enjoy the rest of the morning. Take care, and God bless you all.